And when admits the plaintiff shrieks, the ruffianly defendant speaks upon the other side. What he may say, you need mind from bias free of every kind. This trial must be tried. Silence in court. Silence in court. Hello and welcome to Not the Wikipedia Weekly, episode 21. Uh, this is an unplanned, well, very slightly planned episode of Not the Wikipedia Weekly. Assess ongoing events with the arbitration committee um, as they unfold. Um, first, to uh, to introduce our, our people here, we have Matt Vissons has joined us. Would you say hello, Matt? Hi, everyone. Mitch Zinnia? Here. Hello. Seddon? Hello. And Shoemaker's Holiday? Hello. And um, thank you all for coming um, with with this. Uh, um, well, sometimes uh, they do live breaking news, and I guess this is Wikipedia's equivalent of live breaking news. Um to give a background here of what's happening today, um, some very uh, larger-than-usual surprises are coming out of the Arbitration Committee. Um, earlier today, uh, one of the Arbitration Committee members posted a series of announcements to the Administrator's Notice Board. One of them was about... Um, an arbitration case that had been held behind closed doors, announcing the results of that. And he also uh, posted what was basically a, a newsletter, which had never been done before, of, of from the arbitration committee, um, discussing various things, some of which are rather significant proposed changes. Um, this was somewhat controversial in itself. Uh, there was discussion regarding the um, arbitration case that, that he announced had happened and and some discussion regarding this newsletter that he had posted. And then another member of the arbitration committee, both active members, um, post afterward, I have uh, 2145, 27 June 2008, Kirill Lokshin, is another member of the arbitration committee who Posted the following. The announcements made today by FT2, including both the Orange Marlin issue and various other matters, were posted without the approval or prior knowledge of the committee as a whole. Further, no formal proceeding, secret or otherwise, has taken place regarding Orange Marlin or any other editor named in that particular statement. As far as I'm concerned, these announcements have no authority or binding weight whatsoever, not on behalf of anyone but myself, signed by Carol. Um, there were questions uh, following shortly afterward of whether FT2's account might have been compromised. Um, Allison, who is a check user, um, ran a check user and confirmed that FT2's account was not compromised. Um, pretty much edit conflicting with one minute afterward, um, while she was writing that, 
um, I said that um, although I was withholding any final opinion, I, I thought it would surprise, be very surprising if another person could imitate FT2's prose style that long or that well. He basically wrote an entire newsletter. Um, we are awaiting a follow-up statement from um, FT2 or comments from any other members of the arbitration committee, current or former. Former arbitrators do have access to an, orange, uh, an arbitration committee mailing list. So uh, let's open this up. Um, we may have more people joining us while this is going on. FT2 is just posted to AN um, stating that he believes that the decision did have consensus and that there will be more discussion when he gets back from a trip with friends. Okay. Um, this is on page. I'll link it in the chat. Yes. Okay. Let's let's do that. And and would you like to go ahead and and read that statement in full? It's I've rather got it. lengthy. I'll I give some it. selections from it. Okay. Um, yeah. Ft two tends to. He, he's yes. not terse. He writes that the matters concerned were dealt with by the arbitration committee, and will ultimately need sorting out there. Broadly speaking, I've rechecked my memory and notes and believe the matters discussed had a clear consensus by the committee. It, it's, it will be noticed that Kirill writes, as far as I'm concerned, these announcements have no authority or binding weight whatsoever, not on behalf of anyone but myself. Kirill is correct in what he says so far as it goes. It goes so far as to say Kirill himself feels the decisions were lacking, and that may well be the case, how he feels. It may not be how it is. He basically then goes on in that line for some time. And that he, he claims that there is a consensus and that Kirill is wrong, basically. Now, I have a couple of questions here, okay? Um, Kirill is correct in what he says so far as it goes, but he's not quoting all of, um, all of Kirill's statement. He doesn't... Yes, Carol also says that FT2 posted without the approval or prior, prior knowledge of the committee as a whole. No formal proceeding secret otherwise has taken place. So um, FT2 is confirming um, one part of the statement without commenting on another part. Because Kirill's well, statement is actually considerably more, you know. Yes. It's very hard to see what's going on here, obviously. But there definitely does seem to be egregious matters of dispute in the arbitration committee. Um, Kirill's statement and FT2 simply are not compatible. And nor, is, nor does FT2's correction... Uh, Correctable way. Uh, okay, we have a um, request to join from Firefoxman. Um, if if you can uh, discuss this a little bit more, I'm I'm doing both both varieties of hosting, both the um, the the I am speaking host and the technical side of the Skype hosting. So. I'm going to open this to the floor for a moment while I go on mute and do technical duties.
Well, it's all very difficult to see. Obviously, one of the arbitrators has to, has to be wrong in this. There's no way Kirill can say that there is no consensus and no decision was reached, and that he is that all of FT2's comments have no have no weight so whatsoever in respect to the arbitration committee. And FT2 stating that he is certain that consensus was reached. It is possible, perhaps, that FD2 posted without the arbitration committee's approval things that they had otherwise agreed on, but even still, this does not really show very good judgment or... Um, it, it, or doesn't, it doesn't look good on any side, does it? Um, it, There's no uh, way for the arbitration committee to come out of this smelling like roses. Well, let's 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 set forth a few of the other rumors that are that are floating around now. I'll couch them. You know, right now these are unconfirmed rumors. I'm not going to say what sources they come from. Uh, you know, what venues they come from. But this is just as 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 events on Wikipedia unfold. Um, and, and I suppose this might be a document of, of how this kind of thing happens. Um, you know, this recording that we're making right now is, is that these things do become very suspenseful because you wonder what's going on and, and you're waiting and, and waiting. And to read these kinds of things afterward, um, you become aware some of this material is red herrings, that is misunderstood. You know, it, it, it's very dry on the screen afterward. Um, so the um, well, if we if we look at some of the other other issues here, well, maybe one I'm, issue. I'm sorry. Before we change this, I yes. just want to lead in this. So, I'm okay, sorry. A few of the, a few of the rumors. Um, one rumor is that um, okay, which, which turned out to be true. Before FTT posted, uh, there was a rumor that somebody had gotten in touch with him and, and requested a post, and that turned out at that part played out, because I, I was informed that he'd be making a post shortly, and he did. Um, and the um, another rumor is that um, there was a, a discussion that had a, a majority and that Kira Lokshin dissented from the majority. Um, uh, there's another rumor that the um, decision was released prematurely, um, and and right now it's 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 unclear. I mean, these are unconfirmed rumors as as things develop. Uh, we'll find out more about um, those and other rumors that are, are probably circulating right now. I, I cut off my um, contact to the rumor mill as we started recording. So, comments. Well, can I read yeah. something that just pasted under FT2's comment? Sure. Um, this is from Antalon. It's it's doing one of his FT2's quotes. Arbitration decisions have always been made been far more than about the final decisions being substantially appropriate than the details of their arrival here. He then he then says, apparently you may be surprised what the community actually thinks about that statement. And then. Let me just finish the, last, the second one. 
B here says, um, you're picking apart semantics of Corel's com statement seems to contradict labeling every finding as demine contradiciente. Can't pronounce that. Meaning unanimous said. If Corel anything before a moment, or did not have the opportunity to object anything before this moment, then there is not unanimous consent. Of most one of you is correct. That's the two quote that's the two posts. In one in one um and then our Bailey follows up. Um Nimini uh, Contradiciente. I'm, I'm not very good with the pronunciation here. Means nobody Nimini Contradiciente. Yeah, um, it most certainly does not mean consensus and not in the main substantiated. Those decisions were represented as no one in the arbitration committee disagreeing. This announcement doesn't cut it for me either, R. Bailey. Then, then Urban seems to have posted section 12. It says comments on comments. I find the post of FT2 above uh, incomprehensible. He has a strange writing style and needs a lot of tweaks. After he makes his posts he ma- to make them final, but at the end of the day, did he figure out what he, what he meant to say? Here, I can't. FT2, can you make some, some tweaks to make your post a little more intelligible? Now, I've, I've got a couple of reactions here that why is the discussion so far going on the contradictions in FT2's statement rather than on the contradictions in Kirill's? I mean, they're both making mutually incompatible statements. I think it's because the original post by FT2 this morning to the decision took a lot more people by surprise as to an ARBCOM conducted in secret and all that sort of. But, you know, uh, yeah, go ahead. There's also some weird breaking of process in the original comment by FT2. He says that he says that when challenged about by Phil, I am this Phil and um, B that read B's. Precedent that this sets is a bit on the chilling side if there if these users do not give a prior notification that the case was being heard and more importantly an opportunity to present evidence in their defense. This is to um, Orange Mar. I'm sorry to FT2 post. Now, th- there's uh, a question about whether that F- really is precedent setting. This is not the first case that has been held behind closed doors. Yes. We can get into why it would have been and why other cases were. Yes. But there's there's no clear reason that it should be in this case. And FT2's response just says this that the matter was clear and unambiguous and that if Orange Marlin wishes to appeal, he may. And then just asserts that it's the right way to go about it. No, okay. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay, go ahead. FD2 is replying to B. Do you mind if I say it and read it? Go for it. Briefly, you might you need to read Arcon's founding documents. That was the principle from the beginning. And I stand by my comment that the case voting was correctly drafted as well. In parentheses, my apologies, but I'm being dragged away and I'll have to read your further comments later tomorrow. Well, so, um, what's likely to happen is that a whole lot of parsing of this will go on and and won't really get anywhere solid where FT2 is concerned um, until tomorrow, unless some other arbitrator chooses to to step into this um, swamp. Go for it. Shoot. Well, there are some... 
is either that a case that simply um that simply works out to putting someone into mentorship is so is so um so controversial and difficult and impossible to deal with that they can't even accept evidence from the user. Well, here's FT2, FT2 says in one of his posts that by the very nature of what we saw, the user defends via smoke and invented pretexts and smears. How is that from half half a dozen other cases this year? <laughs> from the majority uh-huh. of arbitration cases. Yes. Let's, let's, let's be honest. Um, well, let's discuss the reasons why um, the Arbitration Committee has held cases behind closed doors in the past. Um, one of the most prominent ones was the Protecting Children's Privacy case. Um, and I, you know, uh, apparently, apparently that was, um, if my rumor mill is correct, mm-hmm. rumor mill, it is that um, there was an underage girl who got very scared. Uh, adult man behaved very stupidly, probably not maliciously, probably not, you know, way over the line, but enough that... Um, they really didn't want to discuss that in public, and they held it privately, showed the fellow the door, and um, and that was how it happened. Um, with the um, with the poet lister case, um, which was announced in in its final finding, um, there was concern. Um, that, uh, well, they found a, a very long-term and very well-run sock farm. And um, in order to avoid giving people an education in, in how to exploit Wikipedia, um, they didn't discuss that case openly. Uh, mm-hmm. I know a bit more about that because I was involved. And then they chose to um, allow Poet Lister back without saying that she hadn't socked, but saying that due to good work on other projects, uh, they were giving her a second chance. Um, and they announced that to the um, community. Now, um, in this case, he's, FT2 specifically says that they did, not, they did not ask for evidence because they did not want to hear what, what, what he had to say. The full statement from before is, but on the, by the very nature of what we saw, the use of defense by a smoke and invented pretext and smears, we have no interest in enduring a week or two of that or asking other to, others to. We considered emailing the use of her comments before posting, but that too would lead to email and smoke as well, and wikidrama and hearsay until it was belatedly made public anyway. In other words, they seem to be saying that, FT2 seems to be saying that they um, held this case in camera simply because they didn't want to um, bother to give a user the chance to to with the trouble of having to listen to what the user had to say, now, which I, is a very disturbing precedent. I, and, and it's not as if they've got too many open on their plate right now. Mm. I mean, I... I, I posted in my blog late last month um, the first part, and I need to go and do second part, of the Arbitration Committee um, performance review. 
but where I, I demonstrated that the arbitration committee currently has the smallest number of cases on its roster in its entire history of several years. I can understand because I've seen times where the Arbicoms had no cases at all. Um, no, actually, if you want to take a look over here, I'll, I'll post this this link here. Maybe uh, I missed it. Maybe no open cases, but uh, brand that, new. Trust me. Maybe I'm trust me. Trust me. Um, this is my blog post um, to my personal blog from Thursday, May 29th, 2008, where I, I go all the way back to April of 2004 when arbitration first began. The of arbitration had had four cases, and then that rose pretty steadily to 13 open cases at once by year's end. Um, 2005, from a low of six cases in January to a high of 20 cases. Uh, 2006, a high ever of January 2006, 26 cases. Um, and it was seeing more or less usually about a dozen cases and, until um, late 2007. Um, yeah, then all of a sudden it seems to have dropped. Yeah, yeah, October 7, from like July, 12 cases, August, 12 cases, September, 12 cases, October, 7 cases, November, 7 cases, December, 4 cases, January, 7 cases, February, 6 cases, March, 5, April, 4 cases, and then 29 May, which was when I made this post, it had four open cases. Um, does anybody want to type in um, RFA to see um, how many cases it has? Um, Getting uh, I can. Yeah, I think it only has like. Is it two cases? I'm checking. Hold on. Yeah, not they have. They have two cases. They have one case in evidence, one case in voting, and one case with motion to close or dismiss. Okay. The last being the yeah, most using the methodology that I was counting, then that I was yeah. using in this, then that counts as two cases because any stage of the case is open. I, I counted, but recently closed, I did not. Uh, motion to close or motion to close isn't recently closed. No, no. If it's still that's motion three. to close, it's not closed yet. Then, yeah. Right, then that's three. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, there's actually an arbitration page on this. I'm linking to that in the window. So I, 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 I must apologize for some of the audio quality here that um, I... I and typing just a little bit while the um, mic is, is live. Um, I'm, I'm, although I've pretty much set off my rumor mill, um, I, I do have a little bit going. Do you mind if, sorry, do you mind if I read a few more comments that have popped up? Go for it. This it, is, Ryan, this is it seems like Ryan Possibly and R. Bailey are starting to get into a discussion. Let's see. Starting from R. Bailey's last comment, which she read from Ryan. I think the problem here is the way FT2 put it across. I suspect there was a majority of armed cops supporting it, but not unanimous support. Then R. Bailey goes, Secret arbitration shouldn't be misrepresented, dot, 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 to say the least. But the, and then Ryan returns, But the key thing is that arbitration cases get closed on a majority verdict. They don't have to be unanimous. Even if they weren't unanimous, provided they actually had a majority support, the decisions would still would still have been made, and the statements would have posted. And then every thing who seems to have been from this says getting 
the views of other arbitrators at this point would be very helpful. Do they feel the action by FT2 is incorrect or correct? That is a very good point, yes. Do you mind if I add something for a minute? Not from the post, but maybe... Tonight. Go on. Add your own commentary. We're all and commenting. Then, and Matt knows that um, New York Brad, the former arbitrator, happens to be on IRC at this moment. And he happens to know about this whole thing. Let's let, let's let's refer from... Um, that out, sorry. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, people who aren't here to speak for themselves, if, if we don't have it formally on Wikipedia, let, let's, let's avoid attaching names. Hello, and welcome back to Not the Wikipedia Weekly, episode 21. Um, coming to you as live as uh, Wikipedia comes to you, uh, as, as developments with the arbitration committee unfold uh, at the close of, of uh, 27 June 2008, uh, going on to the beginning of 28 June 2008, tea time. And... Um, we are talking about developments uh, primarily between two arbitrators and, and some lengthy announcements that were made, um, FT2 and Kiro Lokshin. Um, I'm FT2 reading... Ab- Go ahead. FT2 appears to have posted an entire case by himself claiming mm-hmm. Nemine Contendre, which is um, Latin for no... No oppose, opposing, no one opposing, basically. Was it, l- let's be clear about this, though. Was it FT2 who first used it, that term? It is. I looked, looked at the arbitration, I looked at the arbitration page for Orange Marlin, and it specifically added, the revision is posted by FT2. The revision, the revision says, Nemine Contendria, Contradiciente. So it does specifically come from him. It's very important yes. when these high drama uh, things happen, right, to, to make sure that you check the source, because a lot of times when yes. things are imputed to somebody without the, that all-important link or diff, it turns link, out... Um, diff provided in chat. Okay. Um, so going on to Jimbo Wales's page, there's uh, a request for, for his um, attention. Uh, Gonzo Fan 2007, not somebody that I really know, um, links to the Orange Marlin case and the administrator's notice board thread <coughs> and comments, this has the makings of getting out of hand very quickly, and it seems that there is a lot of confusion on how the arbitration committee acted and whether the above case is actually sanctioned by the committee. If you have any details on this matter, I am sure your opinion... A long way, finding a remedy to this situation. Thank you for your time. Pretty intelligent uh, request to be making under the circumstances, I think. Uh, guys, discussion yes. on. 
Alright, the discussion on the um, ANI page is starting to get, grow large in a very big hurry. With new, there's also a new section. I think we should read it. Okay. Right. Um, is, this the, is this the administrator's notice board or the um, subpage Orange the Marlin sub-page. and other matters? Right. Um, other matters. Which part of the subpage are you looking at, Mitch? 13, the new one. You have to refresh. Uh, an underlying uh, problem? Yeah. Right. This this is a long post by Wizardman asking that this brings up an... Well, it's important to find the bottom of this. This brings up another issue that likely caused this whole drama to occur, to occur and that is a secret case. Now have been issues regarding secret evidence, but a secret case, frank, quite frankly was pretty shocking to me. I mean, was there a real need to keep this 100% under wraps? Was it necessary for no one outside of who was needed to know about it? It's, it's a question that will have to be answered sooner rather than later with the you arbitration that, committee and so that, on that line. That is one very interesting thing. And it actually goes back to, um, in some ways, it goes back to Manton Moreland, which was an open case, but remember the, the final development of that was um, an announcement from the arbitration committee that they had caught him socking yet again in violation of, of his arbitration restriction and that they were putting a, a very brief lock on him. And that was... The, the socking itself was not disclosed to the committee. Uh, to committee. The, um, the case was not formally uh, reopened. It was not listed as being under review. Uh, there was no formal request for clarification. Um, the committee uh, chose to discuss that privately, although it was not explained why it was necessary to bypass normal um proceedings and do that and uh, they posted their remedy and then the community went ahead and site banned him at my request I, 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 I do have to say but um, there's a question of um, we may need to as a community to um, establish the parameters which within which the arbitration committee may act with greater clarity I have no problem them hearing a, a, a case um, about uh, 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 children's privacy in private. It makes perfect sense that they do. Um, but I do have a problem with them arbitrarily hearing cases in private when, when there is no compelling reason mm-hmm. to do so behind closed with doors. The, with the, differ- with the um, information given by the arbitrator, either chosen to post or not supposed to post, that they just didn't want to bother hearing from the person. To, to, re- to um, remove a person's right to, to defend himself, that would seem to require fairly strong reasons, not just an arbitrary whim of the the arbitrum. But this is at least the third time in the past half year when the arbitration committee um, has 
the the right of uh, of defense in I, I would say non non urgent cases. I mean, if somebody managed to well, you can't technically de- you know delete the main page anymore, but if they did, or if there's a real war, obviously you they need to step in 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 a rush in that situation. Um, but is there a compelling reason here? Um, now, there was a, a, a case a few months ago, um, Matthew Hoffman, where um, an arbitrate uh, or where an administrator uh, was brought up without prior dispute resolution. The committee went into voting phase 12 hours after the case opened before the administrator was able to post any evidence. And that was not an urgent case. In my case, it's it's pretty open. Um, the committee went into its voting phase less than four hours after the case opened, and I was unable to, um, you know, assemble, much less post, even half of my evidence um, in, in that time frame. Um, the the thing had uh, unfolded over Thanksgiving weekend. Um, RFs, uh, let's see here, the request for comment on me opened on Thanksgiving Day and was obsolete 12 hours later when a request for arbitration opened. Naturally, on Thanksgiving, as an American, um, I take a few hours first to eat and be with family. Um, and uh, I, I welcomed the arbitration case. I, I know I had erred. I was willing to uh, take ownership of my mistake. And I wanted to clarify that it was the size that it was and not a bigger mistake because more things were being attributed to me that I didn't do wrong. I was basically unable to mount a defense because less than a day after the case opened, a third of the entire committee had already gone on record stating that no defense was possible. For what essentially was a 75-minute block that I had undone myself uh, with apologies and done my best to atone for the ARPCOM also seems highly unwilling to change any um the phrasing or voting once it begins. Occasionally voting will change, but the phrasing of a finding effect or something will almost rigidly stay the same from the start of the case to the end. So the finding effect is written early before evidence is, is provided. I, even um, even when developments happen during the case, if if I can mention the um, Franco-Mongol Alliance case, and we've di- discussed that when we weren't recording, um, there was an editor uh, who was would uh, after they they held out the case to double check this, he was creating citations from sources in three different languages. So it, it took a little while to verify, um, but they found that after a survey. of this editor's citations were unsound by any extent. That's a serious problem. They also made a finding saying that they thought this editor was acting in good faith. I was involved in the case peripherally, mainly because I had also, um, in my administrator duties on on the sister project Commons, um, I had had to raise uh, an issue with several dozen copyright violations that this person had uploaded. And they were copyright violations for a fairly complex reason. 
and I won't get into the, the details of that, but they were. And the vast majority um, of it was explained to him the sourcing requirements when you when you do this kind of thing. While the case was in voting, on the top page of the proposed decision itself, the editor who had made those copyright violations discussed them and declared that in the future he intended to continue doing exactly the same thing, except for one change. He would no longer list the source of his copyright violations in the future, so they would be harder to detect as such. That was his outright declaration of intent to violate the law. And the arbitration committee went right ahead and continued to vote and, and passed the finding that he was acting in good faith. It had already been explained to him that that was unacceptable. He claimed to have the equivalent of a master's degree, he, that he understood enough of what proper standards are and that he should not be given any slack for ignorance. How do you explain oh. something like that? I mean, that's not that's not even within the realm of anything that that that's that's their permit. It's the law. Yes. If I if I, if I break in here, sure. Part of the pro, part of the problem with that is they often make very long finding effects. I was looking at that the other day after we discussed it. The finding that he was showing good faith came at the end of a long list of other finding effects they voted on as a group, and I think that once they create these groups, they're very, very unwilling to um, edit them in any way. So if, mo if they still think that most of it is correct, they'll, they'll run it through and just ignore any, ignore any problems. Uh, how also, much more clear-cut could he be than that? This I man stated his intention to continue breaking the law. I also get the strong feeling that they either do not read their emails very regularly or do not pay much attention to them, and that the talk pages, um, workshop, and other pages are not looked at at all. In fact, um, they, you know, I don't I'm want to so say sure which administrator told they, me this. They I was specifically told do. by... Sorry. I was specifically told by an ARBCOM member that the workshop pages were not really used by the ARBCOM and that there was no and that there wasn't really any point filling them out. Um in my can, if if I may, if I may, yeah. in my experience it changes a great deal from one case to the next. Cases that have orderly and sensible workshops are paid attention to. Um I it just gets a madhouse. I mean, you know, that that's not helpful. I did ask. I did ask him though because it was the um, it was about the homeopathy case, where a lot of people were trying to um, provide sensible summaries of the problem with Dan Ullman's Dan Ullman's edits, listing the policies in question, and he specifically told me that there was no point doing that because the arbitrators would not be read would not read them. Oh, was this a former arbitrator or just an administrator? This was a, this was an arbitrator, a currently standing arbitrator. Wow. I'd rather not say more than that. No, that's fine. We don't want to call out somebody by name who isn't here to defend themselves. 
<sighs> so. Well, can I add some more that's been going on in the subpage again? Absolutely. Thank you, Mitch. Because while this whole thing was going on, it grew maybe twice the size. Starting from section 11, apply to D2 and B. I'm missing something. Is that myself in the beginning? You said there was unanimous con con consent, excuse me, for each finding of the case. Carell said he didn't consent. I'm missing what the principle was. And the principle is consensus as opposed to voting. Okay, fine. But that, but don't that nobody objected if that isn't true? Any comments yes, before I move on? That's, that, of course, is referring to the evidence page we discussed earlier where FT2 wrote Nemine content contendiary to every um, finding effect and statement. Well, next thing is the Ryan Postulate discussion, which is really the thing that's been growing the most. I'll start from the beginning of this. Okay. I think the problem here is the way that FT2 put it across. I've, I suspect there was a majority of Archons supporting it, but not unanimous support. Secret arbitrations should not be represented to the least by Harley. Brian re replies, but the key thing is that arbitration cases get voted on as a majority verdict. They don't have to be unanimous. Even if they weren't unanimous, they have, provided they actually have majority support, decisions still would have been made and the statements posted. Then Antilan replies, according to Carrillo's claims, these were not formal discussions. Are informal private discussions between arbitrators now binding? I'll stop there so you can comment. It's it's interesting that somebody is getting back to the content of Kirill's statement, which was extremely strong. And and most of the parsing is um Okay. Yeah. Next, uh, um, Next slides can, from Ryan. Can I huh? just sort of step in here? Um I haven't actually said much, but I thought I will here. I think it's important that um, I think it's important that that basically FD two made a mistake in some of the wording that he used, specifically um, saying that there was unanimous um, agreement in in its Latin form. Okay, that was probably a mistake. If Kirill did um, oppose whatever was said in that case, the second thing is that Kirill was wrong as well to say that there was not any um, involvement from arbitration committee in what FT2 posted. They are both. If, if there is, if there is, true. We actually haven't established whether um, Kirill's whether Kirill whether Kirill's statement is factual or not. It is likely that there was was, but we can't say that for, as fact. Yeah, I, I, and I, I think it's I think there is what should happen is that we need to have a statement from the arbitration committee because the two you know Kirill and FT two can you know, say all they like. The only real um the, the only real solid evidence is that we need a statement from the arbitration committee. And that's going to be difficult trying to get everyone um sort of b dragged in to 
agree to a statement. Um, but I think if you could get a certain number of arbitrators, can you turn down your um, your, your speakers, please? I think if you get a certain core of arbitrators to, to sign on to a quick, brief, bottom-line statement, um, you know, tonight, to say however many arbitrators you can reach as this is going, to, to simply say uh, a case took place where it did not, uh, a majority of, uh, if a case did take place, then a majority of Arbitrators did agree to it or not, and and what about this other um, the, this other newsletter that was published? How much of that uh, has the authority of the committee behind it? I mean, you might not be able to get you know the other thirteen. You probably can't you know at this this rush time, but if you I think if you you had four or five of them um, signing on at once to the same clarifying statement, it would add a lot of stability. Yes. Do you mind if I continue? Yes. Okay. Uh, now, let's ignore the um, trolling that's going on on there. Well, about of course that's going to happen. Yes. yes. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to um, interrupt you, Mitch. Just to... I'm trying to remember where I left off for a minute. Okay. Um... After that, this is Ryan. I highly suspect that FT2 would not have posted without a majority verdict. This looks well planned and not something that would be done with, without thought and a majority support. Maybe Kirill was just was simply s- strongly opposed to the idea and decided to post here because he's against it. To see the full facts, you shouldn't postulate about these things. Any comment? Yeah. Well, there's also a t- comment by... I'm not quite sure how to pronounce her name. I'm going to guess R. Levsey. R. L. E. V. S. E. Is that a female? I didn't realize that was female editor. I, I didn't realize that was a female editor. I'm guessing. Okay. I, it may be a male. But it says, where she writes, quoting um, Kirill, this, quote, without the approval of, or prior... With out the approved higher knowledge of the committee as a whole, unquote, makes me think Kirill did, didn't even know about it. And that was from uh, mid five minutes past midnight, 28 June 2008. It may be helpful to give the time so people can find these quotes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, w- I would just say, just to sort of, just to make sure that the listeners aren't confused, okay, at the moment we have um, there are several possible stories. Um, one is that um, Carol was involved and didn't agree with the um, the decision. There is one story which says that there was there was um, a discussion and Carol wasn't involved in it. There is another one which says that there is no discussion and that this was purely. FT2. So th- those seem to be the three main um, rumours or, or whatever. I just want to clarify that. I'm looking this over and trying to parse whether there's an explanation that, um, that, that comes down to honest misunderstanding, everybody acting 
responsibly in the best of faith. Um, and, you know, and, and it, it just comes, if, if, um, if Kirill were somehow unavailable or his, um, you know, his computer connection were, were not steady while a decision were being made, um, and I think we have to assume that if, if FT2's, um, if FT2's statement carries any weight at all, there must have been something discussed by the committee. Um, if if Kirill were somehow out of the loop, then why would he state with such assurance that no conversation even taken place? Not merely that he dissented from it, but that no case had taken place? That FT2's entire statement carried no weight whatsoever, was done without the knowledge, not just without his own knowledge, but without, not not just without Kirill's knowledge, but without the knowledge of the committee. Now, I think if Kirill were somehow out of the loop on an actual uh, talking that, that were happening, I think he would confirm um, whether he was getting all of his email before he stated something with so much assurance. Yes. Looking at looking at his contributions, it appears that the only day that he hasn't edited Wikipedia multiple times is on the 23rd, in the last week or so. So you mean that Kirill has been actually editing Wikipedia every day this week? That, that at least except for the 23rd. Okay, so and about at least say six times each day. Now the the arbitration committee has mailing lists. I believe they also have a private wiki to to discuss cases. So at least he would have the private wiki. Um, there might be a question whether his email was totally functional. Um, but then why would he have stated with such assurance that a case was not even occurring? Yes. Does it sounds like they're hanging out their dirty laundry. Yes. That, that you know, uh, that that's what it looks like. And this is certainly not going to be good for the... I don't see any way that the arbitration committee can come out of this smelling like roses. Well, uh, there it's will be a question how many other arbitrators are willing to step forward publicly and, and comment on this. I think the wisest thing is if they do so quickly and in, in briefly together in as many numbers as they can manage. Hi, and welcome to part three of Not the Wikipedia Weekly, episode 21, the 27th through 28th of June, um, 2008, as we're discussing ongoing developments with Wikipedia's arbitration committee. Um, Let's see here. We've had, uh, to, to summarize, if you've probably been listening to our, our previous two segments, um, there has been an open conflict between two members of the committee and, and questions about whether something that was announced by one arbitration committee member uh, was indeed speaking for the committee or not. Um, right now, this remains an open question. No other administrator, no other arbitrator, has weighed in yet. Uh, do we have some more recent posts um, to to read off uh, regarding this? Mitch, you've been pretty 
pretty diligent in reading these boards. Surprisingly, there hasn't been one in a while. Yeah. Yeah, there I is, think... There is one, one that's a, a little bit old, but not that old. Um, it's, it's by Alex Bakharov, who I don't oh, yeah. believe we oh, yeah, covered in. The one I read, yeah, I gotta read that. Yeah. We haven't actually read it in, in the... We, we're doing informal chats while the um, episode is being prepared, so some of the things that are discussed in them have to be read it so all of you can hear it. Okay. Uh, if, from Alex Farev. Farev, I can't pronounce his name. If any Archon members are reading this, can you at least very least put their name put the names of the Archon members who have endorsed this decision? I feel like it is ur- really urgent and important. And indeed, yes, the very functioning of this project is in the degree large based on the trust of the Arabcom body and its members. That was his comment. Okay, uh, just so you know, um, Durova's had to, to leave us. Um, so it'll just be me, Michizinho, and Shoemaker's holiday continuing with this. Right. So let's make this the last part and continue tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, probably the best. Um, well, let's sum, let's sum it up then. And um, I think said and said and turn down your speakers. Oh yeah, okay, cool. Um, the base. So the basic case as it stands tonight in our last rec- in our last recording of the night is that. Um, FT2 posted a finding of an arbitration case that had not been known to any Wikipedians before. In this arbitration case, the um, person who was being sanctioned by it had not been invited to to provide evidence, and in FT2's statement, he said that because because the arbitration committee thought he would be evasive or throw smoke in their eyes that they thought that it was not worth the bother of asking him to provide evidence. Um, that was odd enough, but then Kira Loken, a fellow arbitrator, speaks up and says that actually there was this was not an arbitration case. It had not been discussed that FT2's claims of consensus were false, that she had heard nothing of it, uh, sorry, he had heard nothing about it, and that everything, and that basically is where what we know. Neither of the FT2 has made a few points that do not clear, do not clarify the issue. Kirill has not posted again, and we're waiting for another arbitrator to speak up and let us know what's going on here. Uh, Seddon, Mitch, would you like to um, comment? Well, by the looks of it, this could turn really bad, and looks like maybe we may need some higher opinions. I I, I think my my take on 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 the situation is this. Um, obviously, there have been somewhere along the line mistakes have been made, and from what I can tell, that this has probably happened from more than one person. Um, now, if there was 
um, a discussion. I think that those members who are on ARBCOM, the, the other members who haven't been involved in this dispute, I think they need to they need to issue um, some sort of statement that of what happened because it is important that whatever steps you know are, we now uh, move forward we need to we need to have the correct facts and i think that that will happen i think it just needs to you know it's going to take a little bit of time um i think that once we get that statement that um apologies should come from um those people that uh have stepped out of line whether that's everyone or just one person and essentially i i think i i think that people need to um not make a, a knee-jerk reaction in saying that oh no you know arbcom is bad blah 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 arbcom serves its purpose um there may be issues with it, perhaps, and, and many people feel that way. But we cannot have a knee-jerk reaction to to dissolve Arbcom. I th it's something that um, would get us nowhere, and and quite frankly, would leave a very large gap um, in an area that needs to have the presence that Arbcom does. Um, and I think we just need to move on from this and 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 not let it damage. Uh, go on. Uh, sorry, uh, sorry. That said, though, although we may need, we do need an ARBCOM. Do we need the do we need the ARBCOM made up of the current members? That if the, if there is problems with the arbitration committee in the current formulation, it. It may be necessary to um, have a new election, or to um, create, or to investigate and find out what's going on. And although we need an ARBCOM for Wikipedia, yes, we may be, we may not need if this ARBCOM is unable to fulfill its role and does not have the trust of the community. Then I don't see what what could ha what besides a re-election could salvage that. Yeah, I I think that you know first of all the important thing is we need to establish the facts of what happened, and then I think we need to move from there. If there have been, um, if the community feels that there's been a, a serious undermining of Arbcom, um, through a. a confrontations between members in the committee then that needs to be dealt with in whatever way it might not need uh, a re-election or at the moment i think we need to we just need to get hold of the facts before we start um deciding the future i think we need to find out what the hell went you know what what the hell went on and and just you know really understand because I, I think that there's at the moment there's a, a lot of speculation um, I mean at one point you know the speculation was that FT2's account was compromised uh, and I think that was you know okay it was a possibility yep. and we've managed to, to you know, strike that one off the list 
Um, uh, go on, Mitch. I actually have discovered some new news, actually. Um, rather important news. A, at the request of um, Lawrence Cohen, the um, Dorova has just made the request for comment on the arbitration committee live. And so we uh, now like have a request for comment on the arbitration committee. Okay, I'd like to, I'd just like to confirm here, this was on request from Lawrence Cohen. He was the one who wrote this up. Um, it's not, it, it was, it, it's been, basically it's been in waiting. Um, and obviously he feels that now is the time for such a thing to, to, um, to, to go, you know, onto the wiki and for the community to, to really have their say. Um, so I, I think at the moment it's just, it's just seeing how these things now pan out, really. Um, I, I think it, it, it may stay quiet through the night. I mean, I don't know. It, it depends on, um, on how active, obviously, um, the other side of the world will start waking up. Um but I think the the arbitration committee is is in a situation. I think they are the ones that need to come forward now and and say what happened. I think it's about time Indeed. we end this thing. Yes, right. Um, this is Shoemaker's Holiday saying goodbye. Seden sixty nine saying goodbye. Or use a Seden now. Sorry. This is Mitch saying goodbye and have a good night. Pretty much. Yes, and tomorrow as we find out. Thank you.